What is happening, everybody? Adam Hapkins here with Cripplecast. Today I have Zephyr West in the studio, Peterburg, Petersburg native. So say hello, everybody, to Zephyr West. Actually, Zephyr West, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. All right. So right now I'm going to do a little thank you to our sponsors, and then we will get going here. First, we have up Atlas Labs. We have Chris Rowe here in Petersburg. He has crazy amount of 3D printers in his printing lab. He is currently helping me design a few uh, adaptive things for my uh, eating utensils, stuff like that. So we got some crazy stuff coming out with our new uh, webisode thing. I'm gonna I like to call Cripple Craft. So stay tuned for that. Secondly, we have Made with Love and a few f bombs. We have Tara, my friend. She is fantastic. Makes all the front porch stuff I need. Uh, super cute. Uh, we have Amber Manor Care Center. Uh, they have all of your needs for. Uh, rehab facility, uh, nursing home, you know, uh, end-of-life care, all of those things, they can help you out. Um, we also have uh, Custom Mechanical Construction. Carl and Kevin, they were great to me when I had my accident. They took care of me. and uh, They are a wonderful construction company out of Evansville, Indiana, that can take care of all of your construction needs commercially. Also, we have the Elmer Bukta Technology Center, who graciously lets me use their facility for the Cripplecast Studio. All right, let's get to the uh, interview with Zephyr West. Now, Zephyr may not look like a cripple. Look at this handsome fella. Right here. He, is, he, he, he just doesn't know what to do with himself. Now. That's right. He may not look like a cripple, but he certainly is. So I am going to uh, let Zephyr go ahead and tell you why he is a cripple. Well, um... 2019, I was uh, diagnosed with a brain tumor, and um, it was one of those things that uh, I started feeling certain symptoms of, and um, when I finally got checked, um, I ended up uh, getting a CT scan. They oh, noted- hold on, hold on. We'll take a step back. He had a brain tumor, so that's your, that's why you're crippled. He had it, you were removed, and now yeah. now it has affected what part of your body? Obviously, brain and uh, left <laughs> side of your face. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, the left side of the face um, is very weak. Um, mm-hmm. The the tendon that was affected does not work. So, okay, and um, I have double vision in my left eye. Double vision. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm deaf in my left ear. Deaf in your C- left C- ear completely. Is there, is your eye your eye? It's all, is that your state, still the same eye and everything? Yeah, it's the same all right. eye. All right, there was a same misconception eye. that you had a, a not your eye, that it was a fake one. I was like, that's a good-looking fucking fake, man. I'm telling you. That's a good-looking <laughs> fake. Blue. I'm telling you, I was a, that's not bad. Okay, so I grew up with Zephyr. You know, it did. so did this affect you growing up at all, this tumor? Not that I'm aware of. Not no. that you're aware of? No. Okay, so... Has, has it always been there? Has it always been as large as it was when you were a kid? or So it had to have affected you if it was, or did I, it grow that big? That, that's what I think. Um, if, it, it, if, it, if it was something born with and it grew slowly, you know, that, that I guess that's possible, and it took so long to get as big as it was to, to start yeah. seeing the effects, I guess that, that would be a possibility. Um, or it's just something that just happened. Yeah, it just happened and grew, growing. you know, yeah. when you were when yeah. you were adult. Yeah. So... All right, so, I mean, growing up, you were, I remember you were an athlete. Um, yeah. 
obviously, uh, I, I mean, well, not obviously. I, believe it or not, was a little clumsy before my accident. I was not great at, um, you know, the running, the jumping. I was in track, I think, one year with you. You were, you were a swimmer, though. I was a swimmer, but, yeah. you know. So you were in track growing up. You set, in, set several track records there at Pike Central, the way I understand it, um, back in school. But, um, so obviously that did not affect your, you know, like I, I was wondering if, you know, when you were a kid, if it affected anything, like if you fell down a lot or were you clumsy growing up or you? Yeah, no, um, I didn't start I didn't really think feeling about it. it. Yeah, I really didn't start feeling the side effects till late later on. I see. So, um, all right. Now you were into music. I know in school we were in, we played a lot of music together and stuff like that. So, yes, sir. um, you still do that now? Oh yeah. 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 That, that's my, uh, that's my piece. That's your piece. That's, yeah, that's what right. you like to do there so uh have you done anything professionally music wise since high like after high school or anything um so i did a little uh tours around um the communities here um i did play down in nashville for a period of time down on broadway street mm-hmm. um but i'm more or less a uh, lot a lot more playing in bars than <laughs> right right probably more than you'd like <laughs> but, but you've never been much of a bar hopper that i know of no not, but not in the past. No, I get I you know I've, I've been a few bars. Couple, I've been two or three in my my time. Yeah, I like them every now and again. So you got you know right after you went to college to where'd you go to college at? Was it uh, Vincennes University? Vincennes. Yeah. And you majored in? Well, I have, I have two degrees. Two oh. degrees. Oh my gosh, a scholar. <laughs> a scholar. Well, you went well, to, you went to college how many times? Two? Like you stay in school the whole time? And, yeah. And, oh, I, went, wow. I went to VU for four years and I got two degrees. My gosh. And uh, one is in uh, music education, and the other one is in electronic technology. Well, I'd say the second one is probably the one you use, right? Yes. To, to to make money, that's the that's the one I use. Yeah, the, the other one's more of a hobby. <laughs> well, clearly, yeah, the, uh, the um, music thing really worked out for me too. Yeah. Here we are, yeah. cripple of having a podcast. Um, anyhow, hit the music. Yeah, yeah. I should have listened to my mom. She was like, "You're not gonna, um, you're not gonna be famous. So you should just go to college." And I was like, "No, I could do this." You know, you know I can't. You know it's funny that you say that because in my mind, I, I, I remember us being told, "You are not going to be the next Michael Jordan if you love basketball. You're going to have to go to college." And those were things teachers were telling us at the time. Yes, and 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 we trust these teachers, and they tell us those things, and we believe them. As I'm getting older, uh-huh. I'm thinking, "There's a lot of music on the radio that simply sucks," and I could. I could come up with something better than that. Why did I think that I wasn't going to be the next Michael Jordan? Well, Zeph, I mean, I mean, you, but the white version, but yeah, yeah, but probably weren't going to be. I also think we don't know that. But why would you stop from trying if that's the? Well, let's just get real. I was never going to be fucking Michael Jordan. Look at me. Well, you had a chance there. I'm no, no. I had zero <laughs> chance. People, okay, I understand following your dreams. I get that. You know, I try to like, no, 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 hold on. Fuck all that. <laughs> Parents need to quit telling their fucking kids they can be whatever they want. That's not true. You can't be whatever you want. It's not true. I'm not, I was never going to be the fucking president. Okay, but 
on the flip side, if the, if the if this person's telling you that you're not going to, have they already set that for that individual once they start to believe it? If I've been told I can't be the next Michael Jordan, it's just not going to happen. Go to college, go to school, do the normal, right? Because that's what works. My mind is now already set on I'm not going to be Michael Jordan. So this is what I got to do because I trusted this person that gave me this information. What if I said, fuck it. I don't care what you said. I want to be the next Michael Jordan, and I'm going to do it until I guess I learn on my own that I'm never going to succeed at it. But don't let somebody else motivate me that I can't be the next Michael Jordan. Like, 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 your, best, like your best chance ain't good. Like your best well, I mean, I still, I, I mean, I just, just didn't really give a fuck. Right I still did what I wanted, and it didn't work out. But <laughs> I was never going to, I mean, like, like I wasn't going to let somebody tell me no. Mm-hmm. That was a me thing. I wasn't gonna let somebody tell me no. You can't oh, okay. go to Nashville and do it. I was gonna fucking do it anyway. Right, but it's motivation, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's motivation. But you know, my mom did tell me, nah, that's not gonna work out. She told me a bunch of times, well, and I was like, I that's think, not nice, I, mom. The, 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 <laughs> that's <laughs> not nice. But I'm gonna do this anyway. Right. Thanks for well, supporting me anyway, mom. <laughs> Whoops. People people get um, lucky sometimes with different paths and alternatives, yeah. and sometimes you kind of got to know a person to whatever the situation. But I mean, I, I, Adam, you were a very talented singer. I, I think was. you you, oh, man, you grew was. up loving to sing. Was a talented singer. Uh, it, well, and um, and then the next part, uh, you you end up getting with a band out of high school, and you start traveling around, and and you're playing the Battle of Band concerts. I mean, uh, everybody knew that you were a great singer. I believe you won an award as a, the senior in 2006, mm. um, a music award. I think uh, so. Yeah, in 2006. With, yeah, uh, so. Mr. Vance Hayes. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, music is something that's inside of you. You've always been a great singer. I, I think um, that. When you start applying yourself to it again here in the future, I think I think you can definitely get back to where you, where well, you feel. The only um, problem is my diaphragm doesn't open like it used to. Sure, I can't belt sure. it out. So sure. I think I can still sing. I just don't know. What? It's uh, it's something I'll get into eventually, maybe. So we'll see what happens. But at this point, we're keep rolling with this until people will get tired of hearing me talk shit. So probably already are. Fucking eat it. I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> anyway, back to Zephyry. Got a degree in um, electronics. Electronic technology. So what, so what does that entail? What can you do with an electronic technology degree? Well, um, basically I can um, take things apart, put them back together, and uh, wire some things up. Um, it's more of the... Technology, the the theory behind how uh, electronics work, how electricity can work, uh, laser technology is kind of included in electronic technology, uh, radios, and how how the, all the frequencies and things like that work. Okay. So and uh, and and so you use that degree and you got you a job at uh, at let's see, Shot North America. Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, and you design glass cooktops. Uh, yes, sir. All right, so. Tell me a little bit about that job. How that's then you worked there fourteen years. I understand. Yes, yeah, I've been working there fourteen years. Shout out to uh, Shot North America. You want to sponsor a podcast? What up? <laughs> yeah, 
Yep. So uh, we we uh, make glass uh, stove cooktops uh, for for the world, and there's uh, there's the only world. Two, the, yeah, there's only two plants that do it. There's one in Mainz, Germany, and one in Vincennes, Indiana. Ah, Germany, yeah. <laughs> uh, the fatherland. Yeah. So as you, they say, if you have a shot cooktop at home, it's, I don't know it's, if, I it, do. if it's glass. Look in the back left corner. It'll say the word "shot" on it, and you're looking at the guy. If it's less than 14 years old, oh. whoa, oh, my body took a turn on there. Ouch. Um, start anyway. stretching. Nah, I just kind of just like. Well, sometimes it just says. My body says sometimes like, "Hey, man, you just need to like loosen up a little bit." So then, I goes, you know, my spine yeah. takes a fucking ride for a second. So anyway. Uh, now you went to college. You got your your early on in the fourteen. Uh, you, you need a beer. Anybody need, need a drink? Anybody oh, need a drink? No, that's cool. I mean, just gotta hey, I gotta let the let the juices flow here. Um, you've worked there for fourteen years, and so when you so you have a family. Um, how many kids you got? I have two kids. Two kids, yeah. and so tell me a little bit about your family. You know, you you, you got your job there, you got your career. How long into your career did you get in, into that? Did you get married the first time? Yeah, um, I ended up getting married probably two years into my job. Okay, um, but uh, we ended up we had two children, and uh, my my son is eleven, and my daughter just turned ten. My gosh! Wow. Okay, and then, you know, as things happen, you know, people move on, grow apart, you separated from her. Yeah. Um, and then, so, tell me a little bit about what happened after that. You you played The Bachelor Life for a little bit, and then you, you got with another gal. Now, how, at what point, um, now she was, your second wife was with you when you had your diagnosis, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so, in that period of time, after your first divorce, and, you know, you work and you find your next gal, and, you know, starting a fan, you know, starting the next family and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you were, yeah. what were you doing during that period of time? Just uh, uh, working a lot of hours. Um, when, when you end up combining with uh, somebody that's have that has already had kids, um, you start accepting them as your own, and mm-hmm. you start moving on there. So, a uh, family of three obviously becomes a family of five or six. Yeah, and, and uh, a lot of working hours to be able to to cover. Um, uh, that, oh that, yeah, that that size of a family for sure, for sure. And you lived here in Petersburg the entire time. Um, yes, yes, I have lived in Petersburg the entire time. Drove to Vincennes. Okay, yeah. now Vincennes ain't too far. No, no, it's not too bad. So, um, all right, now you were doing at that point, um, if I remember correctly, you're doing some training for MMA. Yeah. Um, you know, doing Spartan races. I knew you were fairly active in um, athletic far as i knew even after high school and stuff so you were pretty good shape and then you found out about your diagnosis so tell me a little bit about what you were doing leading up to that you would like if i remember correctly you had done a spartan previous to that which had uh, i mean if anybody knows what spartan is it's harder than anything that i would care to do as a walking man um (laughs) Running around in the dirt, getting dirty. I did enough of that at work. I don't want to do that. But this guy volunteers to do it. Tell me about... Pay, pays money to do it. That yeah. sounds stupid. Hey, pays money to torture yourself. Yeah, and, that's uh, fucking stupid. Go ahead. All though. kinds of tell, tell me, Tell me yeah, more sure, about how sure. stupid you were then. Oh, yes. Uh, very stupid. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, it must have been the brain tumor. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, 
Um, no, uh, so uh, Spartan is um, basically a, a challenge that um, you you put yourself through. And um, there's different levels that you want to challenge, challenge yourself for. So not every challenge is meant for everybody. So you got to kind of pick which one you want to do. And um, they have a sprint race that's three miles with 15 obstacles, which is probably somebody that's never done something like that wants to do. Um, and as you continue to go through and um, do these Spartan races, uh, you start to challenge yourself even to the next level and the next level. And um, so that, that's basically the time um, uh, my dad and I actually um, did a um, trifecta together where we did all three Spartan races together. We did a uh, Spartan Sprint, a Spartan Super, and the Spartan Beast. And uh, the, be the Beast is <laughs> exactly how it sounds. It's, it's every bit of uh, 16 plus miles and 30 uh, plus obstacles in a terrain that's basically in the Smoky Mountains or something that's uh, very high elevation changes. Uh, that sounds... That sounds... Uh, impressive. No, impressive is the word. The other thing that comes to mind is stupid. But... Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, if, uh, I, when I was a walking man, there's no fucking way I'd have done that shit. <laughs> no, but... Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No, no. If it, if I looked outside and it looked too hot, nah, fuck that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but um, the only time I'd ever do that is if it is for money. Like if I had to, sure. yeah. The only reason to, for me to have gone outside before my accident uh, is to work or to swim. If there was liquor, drugs, I don't know. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> but <laughs> point is. Point is, hey, way, I wouldn't have done a fucking Spartan. That's for damn sure. All right. Yep. But. Yeah. So yeah. you were training for an MMA fight, too, you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and well, so you were getting ready to fight. But what was happening at that point to you? Well, uh, I, I started noticing in the in the training camp that um, I, I started seeing some balance issues. And. Um, not being able to hold my balance is, is a big deal with uh with, with how you handle you like your when kicks you hit in the and, face and, uh, like uh, not falling down that's part of it <laughs> yeah i feel like yeah balance helps and so um once i started noticing the balance was kind of off um uh, my eye started kind of tweaking a little bit where i was seeing kind of double which is not not a very With good thing in that vision. yes that double vision double and vision. Look, looks like you're gonna get hit with two hands at the same time and i i, I thought that was kind of interesting one time i got beat up by ronda farmer what up ronda farmer i got beat up by her in front of the um friends in petersburg i didn't you know it's misunderstanding <laughs> it, it was a miss it was a misunderstanding i mean yeah Maybe I misunderstood, or maybe she—I'm not really sure. But I saw a bunch of hands coming at me. It was—I oh, had double vision that night too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and she then, hits hard. <laughs> and, then, and then the last uh, thing that I ended up losing was was my hearing in my left ear. I became completely deaf in my left ear. Okay, so when you came became completely deaf, you didn't think to like, hey, I should probably not fist fight nobody. Um. So, something um, kind of popped in me. I, I I saw that I was. Oh yeah, it did, Daddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I uh, 
I started seeing my, my training kind of downslide because of the uh, symptoms that was going on. But I, I was only probably three weeks till the actual fight. And I felt like I worked so hard during the training camp. I was not going to not do this fight. I, I put in too much blood, sweat, and tears to, to do this. I'm, I'm not going to. I almost started treating it like it was an excuse. So don't don't come up with an excuse. So, you know, um, yeah, just because you can't hear, just because you can't see, you know, you you put in the time, you know, um, you're gonna put it on the line, and uh, you know. Well, uh, so I, I I still went I still went ahead through with it. You still fought the guy. I still fought. The Did guy. you lose? Definitely. You definitely lost. Do you I, think yeah. it was because of of uh, the tumor? I think that I was definitely affected uh, seeing seeing double vision of a person trying to take me down, okay. not okay. being able to hear. Uh, yeah. That being said, yeah. do you think – or are you allowed to fight ever again? Well, I, I've been asked by some people if I'd be interested in coming back. I um, personally have not made that choice whether I want to do that or not. I think that's my choice. It uh, is your choice. And um, Make but, it right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right now, the answer's been no. I've been, right tell, now. I've been telling him no. But, uh, Decide. I want to see a rematch. I want to see Zephyr whip this guy's ass. What's his name? <laughs> I tell you what, I have a lot of respect for him. Um, no, I'm sure he's a fine guy. I'm sure. He, what's uh, yeah, his name? Yeah, I actually. Uh, well, I named him Shotgun. The guy that beat your ass? Yeah, the guy that beat All my right, ass. Shotgun. I named him Shotgun. Rematch. Cripple cast live stream. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, actually, every time he comes out to the ring now, yeah, they call him Shotgun. So hey, well, that's it, it's nice. Stuck, it's stuck with him. So well, that's nice. You gave but, him his but, his, uh, uh, his name. But I agree with what you're saying. Some of the symptoms I, I believe wasn't affecting the fight. Now, if those symptoms weren't there, I'm not going to say that I would have won the fight. I, I think it'd been more competitive. But um, I think it would won. I think Shotgun sounds like a little bitch. But I tell you what, the reason why I named him Shotgun. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding, Shotgun. Don't beat him, me up. I, I named him Shotgun because when he hit me in the chin, wow. Packed the punch. <laughs> All right. Got back up, though. I could. You ordered, I could be, you ordered fish yet? Come on. Fucking amateur hour in here. So. Um, that's fine. That's fine. All right. So you uh, you lost the fight, and yeah. you had to go. You got a tumor. So after you lost the fight, were you like, "Hey, I probably better go." Uh, I'm, I'm. That's exactly what happened. You're like, I'm kind of fucked up. I probably need to get <laughs> yeah. checked out. Yeah. So yeah. you went to go get checked out, and yeah. you're like, "Got a tumor." You say something like that. Was no, it like Arnold Schwarzenegger I, I, yeah. like that? No, I, I I didn't get the Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I I did. Um, you're exactly right. As soon as the fight was over, then I, I, I realized now is really time to get this checked into. My, my fight's over. I chose to push through it and, and not look at it. But now it's time to do that. And uh, and going in and getting a um, CT scan. And um, they told me that uh, they'll probably get back to me within well, three days, three to five days. And uh, I had a phone call within uh, one hour. Of leaving the, oh. the Samaritan Center in Vincennes, going back to work, <laughs> and uh, they said uh, you you need to start driving up to IU Medical Center right now. Uh, all right. Well, that was <laughs> that's how they told you, huh? You were like, yeah, 
Um, what's that? Did they even tell you what it was about? Or no, they didn't tell me what it was about. Um, that they said uh, you need to start going to IU Medical Center, and uh, they told me the address, and uh, that that's where I needed to go. And um, I ended up calling uh, family members to start figuring out situation with kids and what was all going on. That I uh, that the CT stand came back and. Um, Got to go look into something a little bit more in detail that the CT scan can't see. And um, they put me in the the MRI up there, and um, that's where they inject you with all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I call it becoming Wolverine when they oh. you know, <laughs> you inject that metal stuff in uh, you. Know. T- you can taste it. Oh, yeah, you can definitely taste it. Yeah. Nasty shit. And, um, and uh, yeah, so once again, it's the same concept happens. I get this MRI, and... Um, and uh, they, they they make me uh, wait and talk to this. Um, I had like an ear, nose, and throat doctor. I had a uh, um, and actually a, a brain tumor uh, doctor as well. And both of them end up coming in the room to show me what this MRI is. And they start telling me the size of it and everything. And uh, the, the brain tumors basically had been growing out of my left ear under the brain. Holy shit. And that's why I've lost my vision in my left ear because when they went to pull the tumor out or whatever, however yeah. they do that, um, they, they took all the guts out of my left ear. So oh, junk. Basically, my, my ear is a cosmetic uh, ear. All the wires it, have been unplugged. At least they don't look all fucked up. <laughs> and, yeah, my my ear looks good. Just yeah. Th- it just doesn't work very good. Yeah, I thought, whenever I heard about it, I thought you were going to look like sloth from the Goonies or some shit. <laughs> it's a good look. But you look fine. I mean arguably but you look fine i guess wow coming from you that means yeah, a lot. that's true that's true <laughs> fair it's enough true. it's true. fair enough yeah so uh, so how long was your recovery after that like you you got to take it out what happened after that um so some of that is a little fuzzy and blurry to me because i don't remember a whole lot going on well, there i, I was definitely in icu for at least a week a week to two weeks somewhere in there um it wasn't until after i got ICU. i call it wearing the football helmet uh, i was stuck in a bed with like this fixture around my head because after you know they remove right, the tumor right. they put your head back yeah they don't, <laughs> your, they don't want your they don't want your brain flopping out and yeah. shit. so i don't know if uh with I don't know if it ends up seeing the scar or not, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, hold on. Hold right there. Hold right there. We're going to zoom in on that. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yep. Gotcha. All right. Back to the Bigfoot hat. But, uh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm basically in this fixture holding my head together. And... um, and I'm going through the ICU process, and I don't know. Did did you ever have to have those things on your legs? I don't know what those things are called. What are, what are they? No, I don't, they're like those warmers that go on your legs. Oh. They're like vibrators, and they vibrate your legs because you can't. Oh yeah, legs. for to for circulation. Yeah. 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 I don't know what those things are called. I don't remember. I've had them. Yeah. Oh, I hated those things. Oh, they made me so they mad. No, they. Uh, I think it's for circulation. They yeah, jiggle your legs around because you ain't walking around and shit. Yeah, I'm sure I've I battle things, kinds of things on my legs. I've mm. got a filter in my groin that doesn't uh, let blood clots go up to my mm. upper extremities. So at least I won't like get a blood clot and go up my lungs and kill me immediately. Mm-hmm. 
It'll get stuck there until it clogs yeah. it up, and then it kills me later. Oh, oh every time they... This is good news. This thumbs is up. News. This every, is good news. Thumbs every, up. Every time that nurse came in to put those things on or check on those things, I would have gave her my jello pudding from the cafeteria well, just to not put those whoa, things on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now. Let's stop giving your jello pudding away for free, buddy. Uh, as long as she took those things off my legs, she could have all the jello that I could get her. Oh, but, Jesus. Well, okay. So, you were in the hospital for how long? Mm, that's a good question. Um, definitely. Uh, I'd like you to answer it. Well, weeks, months. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is a good question. People want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, there he goes. <laughs> definitely, definitely in the ICU for around two weeks, and then good. and then you end up coming out of ICU into your actual room, um, which is. Definitely not like the uh, Marriott suite, but <laughs> oh, you got the then you go down to the B <laughs> yeah. squad. Well, yeah, you definitely have a neighbor, mm. and uh, and so then he gets to like, and then he and then like you're you're you know you're married. Your girl comes in there and like you can't do anything in the hospital, and like that never happened to me. Like I always hear that shit on fucking TV and stuff. Like people having sex in the hospital, that never happened to me. Like not even once. I never had the opportunity. Never would have been uh, even a thing that could have happened. Yeah. Why uh, not? Yep. Why, I, I why don't I get laid in the hospital? <laughs> it's true. I definitely had um, help from family members um, sex in, in, in this hospital? process. Uh, oh. No, no, the the sex in the hospital didn't didn't happen. Damn it! Um, it's just a myth. It's yeah. a myth. I was asking for all the kind of medicines, but you know, it's a, it's, apparently it's the blue pill was not one of the options. Well, yours isn't like a. And and you don't have a spinal cord injury, so your dick still works just fine. So yes, it does. There's that. Yes. Everybody gets that question, too. Even if, well, there'll be certain people that don't get that question, I guess. I didn't ask the pastor. But he has nine kids or something crazy like that, so he, I already know his shit works. Which pastor are you talking about? The, uh, Kevin, Swartzen Trooper, a heck, heck of a guy. Heck of a guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really, really great guy. But... I already know his shit works. I ain't got to ask him. <laughs> He's got a bunch of kids. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, all right, so, and 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 as as we know with injuries and such and, and, and things, that, that weighs a lot on family and a marriage. And so, um, same mine, you know, after your accident, your accident, your diagnosis, you separated from your wife. Uh, how long did that take? How long was that? Oh, it was probably... Um you could see changes at, uh, within the year. Of course, uh, um, after getting back home. Yeah, it's, it's um, that's difficult for anybody. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that, that's an environment change with the uh-huh. new situation going on. Yeah, um, the, nothing. But, but will after ever about be the same a year or so, you know, I would say things try to get back to normal, but you know, after after that point of time, <laughs> to the point of no return. Yeah. Yeah. Um, goodbye. Yeah. yeah, and that's okay. Things happen, and yeah. gotta move on with the life. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, you know, since then you've you're still working. Um, so okay, all that happened now. I want I want to I would address one thing, and I'm gonna I want you to hold this up for for everybody. So you got your belt back here. I do. Tell me about this suck this thing back here. Now a little background that uh, I'm aware of is. Zephyr has been a uh, avid wrestling fan uh, <laughs> since 
I've known it, like existence of his life. Apparently, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that Zephyr still thinks wrestling's real. But we'll find out from him. Tell me about this belt. De- definitely. <laughs> um, well, um, th- this belt is a is a symbol um, that says that I uh, did the best I could do, and uh, and I, I I beat what I needed to beat. Um, in in my world, um, the doctor told me uh, I hate to tell you the news, but. You got a sixty percent chance, and you're not going to make it. You got a forty percent chance, you are going to make it. And I thought that meant the odds were ever in not my favor. And um, so, to to do this, you know, I was doing everything I possibly could do. My my eating habits, anything. But right before the surgery, I was I was making sure I was in the best shape I could be in. And um, uh, I I had a mission. And my mission was to get through this and win. Yeah. So, and um, and I love what this title belt actually says. And uh, it says that you never know how strong you are until being strong is your only choice. All right, hold that up again. I'm going to uh, get a good zoom into that. These situations. That is absolutely true. Read that again. Read, read what you said again. You never know. How strong you are until being strong is your only choice. And that is 100% the truth. Yeah. It's uh, and, uh, I, 120% I, I, the truth. I never knew how strong I could be until I absolutely had to be. Yeah. Um, you yeah. told, like I was, I've said this before on the podcast, is um, I, you, uh, you told me right before, like the day before this happened to me, that uh, this is what I had to do endure. Over the next two years, I said, absolutely not. There's no fucking way I can do that. Yeah. No way I could ever accomplish what I've done or, you know, that I was going to have to go through breaking my neck, go through divorce, move, you True. know, losing everything. Uh, and, you, but you just do it. Yeah, I, I you agree. You just do it. You don't, you and, don't think about it as I, much. But I tell you, I, I really think that some of the things that I did previously that we discussed with the Spartan races – the fighting, all the, uh, you know, trying to go for that track record. Basically, uh, every time you, your determination. mind. Yeah, that determination that you have, you, you learn those things. But it is a different ball game whenever it becomes your health. It is on the line. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and those things that you learn in those sports or those activities that you do, anything that you're competing in, that is such good uh, what experience to be able to utilize in these situations, mm-hmm. and um, I mean th- this this award is is definitely the one I'm most proud of. It, when your life's on the line, that, yeah, that, that, that's a big deal. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, so yeah, it's custom made belt they got for you. That's pretty wild, dude. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Well, that's cool, man. So like now. What are your future plans? What do you got going on coming up? What do you What do you want to do with your life, Zeph? Well, First of all, you're looking for a gal with low standards that wants to <laughs> that wants to take care of you the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I I tell you what, um, and it's exactly what this shirt says. There you go. Um, that, that this is this is my thing. Uh, my, it my, says my dad. Ki- yeah. My, dad. My my kids are my world. That's good. And um, it's perfect. Every day, I uh, make sure that I do whatever I can 
at the best of my ability for them too. Absolutely. And there's really nothing else in life that matters to me. That little girl, I wouldn't be here for my little girl. So, you know what? I think that's great, man. So, you know, you you have any any other than being a great dad, of course, and looking for a gal, low standards, wants to take care of somebody. He's a single. He's on the prowl, everybody. He's on the prowl. So hit him up. He's a scholar. People like him. Anyway, Zeph, thank you for being here with me today. I appreciate you very much. You're a great friend. Always has have been. Love you. And uh, I want to have you back on again. Uh, let's see what what the future holds for Zephyr West here. Hopefully, uh, have you on at least once a year here. See your progress. See what's going Definitely. on. Definitely. People want to see fucked up people doing shit. <laughs> so go do some shit, man. That's right. All right. That's right. All and right, thank guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming, man. Adam Houchins with...